At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Brian Alvarez, and this is today's edition of the Wrestling Observer Daily Podcast on the 8 Side Network. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific 3 Eastern, Sunday 3 Pacific 6 Eastern, Saturday mornings. With old Jim Valley, 10 in Pacific, 1 Eastern. And it is Wednesday here on this show. And we got a lot to talk about here today, don't we? Tonight is AW Dynamite. You know, I spent practically a full segment yesterday asking where the hell are the Young Bucks? The show's in their hometown. No mention as of 3 Eastern yesterday of anything involving the Young Bucks on this show. Well, lo and behold, how things change. The Young Bucks now have a match on the show. We'll tell you about that, plus the full lineup for tonight's Dynamite. We've also got notes on the return of TNA Wrestling. No, not NWA TNA, the current TNA. Although, you know what? They're going back to Orlando. TNA has returned as of January, and they've got a taping coming up back in Orlando. We've also got updates on WWE and Panini. In a lawsuit, it has been settled. No, not the sandwich. It's the name of a company, Panini. Also got the raw ratings from Monday night and the closing of the Globe Theater. Logan Paul on his podcast talked about that spot where he basically saved Rey Mysterio's life, although he does not want to take all of the credit for that. He believes he takes part of the blame. And also, of course, because it is Wednesday, we have the world-famous... NXT Television Report. It was not a very good show. And what an irony that last night was not a very good show. Because this was the first show that Lance was going to watch. Lance Storm. In preparation for today's Figure Four Daily. I'll tell you about that a little bit more after the break. Plenty more. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Hi, what brings you to the clinic today? Oh, the baby's not feeling well. I think she might have a fever. Ah, well, let's check her temp with the Exergen thermometer. You're right. These Exergen thermometers are very accurate. Reads 101.2. Oh, gosh. Well, that Exergen thermometer sure is fast and easy to use. Yes, and many doctors recommend Exergen for home use. Exergen thermometers, backed by over 100 clinical studies, are available at Walgreens and participating retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. 
This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. This year, Staples wants everyone to have a happy holiday deal. That's right, holla deal. Staples holla deals are amazing savings on hot holiday tech. Great prices on laptops, game systems, earbuds, and more. And now at Staples, you can save up to $350 on select PCs. During Staples holla deals, it's not about the fa-la-la. It's about saving moolala. Save up to $350 on select PCs today at Staples. And 1118 in-store only. See associate for details. <laughs> You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back at the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. A few in-house notes to kick it off here today. First off, on Sunday we decided it's official. Brian and Vinny's show will be theme months. At month one would be the remaining Saturday night's main event shows that we had not watched yet. And we tried to figure out which one we needed to watch this week, and this idiot curry head <laughs> stated it was like season six, episode five, or whatever. So we announced it to the world. And then it turns out, you know, we already watched this one. But it was too late. We'd already told everybody. So last night we reviewed a show we'd already seen. So then at the end of the show, we uh, we decided, okay, well, what's next? Well, this one's next. And we alerted the world. And then I go online today, and now these people are telling me we already reviewed that one too. How hard is this? Okay, how hard is this? 
what do we have left? If anybody can tell me what we actually have left that we have not reviewed, please let me know ASAP, and we can update everybody on the Thursday Brian and Vinny show. This should not be this hard. Do you need an official site member to go through the archives and do some Well, we thought we had one, but he was wrong. That's the problem. How did you get John from Memphis, the worst thing to hit Memphis Because the problem is he was, he was so certain about it that I believe that he must be right. I hate when people are so certain about something where they're actually wrong. It's the worst. Is he still Vinny V's number one fan? So anyway, if we can figure out what we actually have to review, we will, in fact, review the correct show this coming Tuesday in the Brian and Vinny Show. Now, the other thing. So last week also... Lance was trying to figure out, well, you know, what should I review? What do, what do I need to do on this show? Because it's just, you know, we got to have something. And I said, well, you know, there's always NXT. And, you know, he thought, well, you know, getting to see some of these guys that are uh, coming up. These these guys and gals eventually going to be on the main roster. It's a developmental show. Something new I haven't watched in a long time. I'll switch my cable package so I can watch NXT. So uh, he was going to watch it this morning to review it on the show this afternoon. And uh, and last night I sat down and I started watching it. And uh, I was like a minute in. I thought, oh, my God, he ain't going to make it through the show. He's going to quit. He's going to tell me how much NXT sucks and how much he hates it. Well, boy, did I start getting some text messages this morning. <laughs> of all the weeks for Lance to start watching NXT... There was so much wackiness and goofiness and geeks all over this show. So I don't know if he's going to make it through this week, but I'm, I'm telling him oh. to just like give it a chance for a while. This was yeah. a bad one to start with, dude. It's a bad you guys one. You should calm down and have a nice tea ceremony and talk about it. Oh. So anyway, that's coming up at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern today. Video.f4wonline.com for subscribers or wrestlingobserver.com if you want the podcast. But anyway, those are the in-house notes. Now we got to talk about yesterday on this show. I spent a whole segment saying, where are the Young Bucks? Why are they not advertised for a show in their hometown? The last time they were in their hometown, it was announced the, the Young Bucks versus Penta and Phoenix, and they did over 7,000 fans for a rampage. Well, here we are. They've got a dynamite tonight. And they were like 3,300 yesterday. There had been no mention of the Young Bucks, no match announced, not even an announcement that they would be on the show. Well, something like an hour after the show went off the air, started getting all these text messages, like I'm booking the show. The Young Bucks were announced for the show tonight. And you'll never guess what match they were announced for. Well, it was supposed to be the Young Bucks versus Penta and Phoenix, which was the exact same match they did the last time they were in their hometown on Rampage. But Phoenix, I guess, could not get cleared. And so it is the Young Bucks versus Penta and Commander. So, at the end of the day, hey, better late than never. But I think the general rule should be, if you're going to somebody's hometown, shoot an angle for them the week prior or a couple of weeks prior so that we have a big match announced for their hometown, especially if they're big stars. I'm not sure if the day before is going to be moving huge numbers of tickets. But, hey, who knows? Maybe they'll get to 7,000 by tonight. But I, I don't think so.
But I'm glad they finally have a match announced for the show in their hometown, which should be great, by the way. Penton Commander versus the Young Bucks. Two luchadors at that. Yes, this should be quite great. In SoCal. So we got that. We got the Like a Dragon Street Fight, Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, Kota Bushi, and Paul White versus Brian Cage, Powerhouse Hobbs, Kyle Fletcher, and Takeshita. We got a Red Velvet and Sky Blue TBS title eliminator match, and John Moxley and Wheeler, Utah versus Orange Cassidy and Hook. And you know, everyone's talking about Paul White because, you know, Paul White he ain't moving very well. And in fact, I think it was a week ago he came out, maybe it was two weeks ago, whenever whenever Jericho announced him as the partner, he came out on the ramp, and I just looked at that guy, and I was like, this guy's hurting, just looking at him, because he's, he's so, he's not in alignment at all, he's so crooked, and I've been crooked, and it sucks. And then, uh, you know, Dave went to Rampage, and, you know, Paul White came down to do commentary, and Dave said, man, this guy ain't moving well at all. So everyone's talking about, like, what he's going to do in this match, but... My guess is, I mean, very quickly he's going to brawl backstage. And you can pre-tape a bunch of stuff backstage. It's a street fight. So, I mean, listen, you got Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho. Even though he's not the old Kota Bushi, you got Kota Bushi. And Hobbs and Fletcher, Takeshita. I wouldn't be too worried about Paul White here tonight. I think everything is going to be all right think this was supposed to be uh sammy guevara's spot it was supposed to be sammy's spot mm. but sammy was not uh able to make it back look as long as the giant can channel his fake late father andre the giant and paul white can be picked up and slammed by powerhouse hobbs that's all i'm really looking for when it comes to that honestly that's it Powerhouse Hobbs needs something really impressive to do. It's got to be against Paul White. Paul White's not going to be a major factor in this match. In fact, I, I, I take back not a factor in the match, but when you look at it going forward, it's not like Paul White is going to be involved with storylines like everybody else is. So Hobbs getting a big visual, maybe victory, but certainly a big power move on, on Paul White. That's, to me, the most important thing. I don't here. know if he's going to hit a power move. But I you would know, expect him to get a, a smoke and mirrors, then, dude. Then they should have Street put fight. somebody else in the match then, honestly. If this isn't going to be a thing where you use Paul White's massive size to make Powerhouse Hobbs a bigger figure and to give him something, then you have 200 people on the roster. You should have went with one of them. Well, you can still do that. I mean, we've seen many of these WWE, like, last man standing, and, you know, a forklift gets involved, and the forklift drops, you know, Big pallets allegedly on a guy, and then he gets onto Daniel Bryan and Kane. Yeah, stands there's over something him. you can do. You know, I don't know how uh, how Paul White's mobility is compared to Andre the Giant in like the late '80s, but Andre couldn't move much in the late '80s. No, but we we went back and we watched all those Saturday nights main events, and Andre's all over like the uh, late '80s Saturday nights main events. And even though, like, even though he could barely move, that guy was so great. He understood being a giant. You know that Andre the Giant's like an all-time great and Hall of Famer in any Hall of Fame there ever has really? been? Man, really? you watch this guy, and it's like he didn't need to do anything. Nope. And really, he didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. But, like, every time he was on screen, you were just like, wow. Like, look at this guy and his his face. And, I mean, he was just so great at being a giant. So we'll see how uh, how great Paul White is at being a giant. I mean, he's – let me tell you something. On on Rampage, 
He didn't do anything except stand up and go like this, and the table exploded. And I was like, ugh. So uh, I think it's going to be all right tonight. Could be wrong. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field, whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet Three Six Five. Twenty-one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I get the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. So uh, we got a bunch of people here saying that Season 7, Episode 2 is the next Saturday night's main event we should be reviewing. So if anyone can confirm that, if we can get multiple confirmations, not from Curryhead, then we will watch that next. What's the main on that show, do you know? I don't know. Uh. New incarnation of TNA Wrestling, returning to Orlando, January 2024. Television tapings on Friday, January 19th. Saturday on January 20th. The Osceola Heritage Park in Orlando. TNA returning to Orlando. Alex Shelley, Moose, Josh Alexander, Eddie Edwards, Chris Saban. Tommy Dreamer, Ace Austin, and Chris Bay. The Rascals. Trinity, Jordan Grace, Courtney Rush, Jessica, Giselle Shaw advertised for the tapings. So the return of TNA is so pretty upon much the us. roster is going to be there. With Saturday, January 13th being TNA Hard to Kill. Maybe I'll watch that show. I'll bet they'll have a whole bunch of flashbacks to those NWA TNA shows. Maybe they'll um, bring in like... Uh, Jeff Mortimer Plumtree, remember that guy? <laughs> yes. Or the Johnsons? Yes, Maybe the Johnsons can That's get squashed. That's who he managed, right? That's who Mortimer managed. He managed a couple of guys. He actually managed AJ Styles of all people for a while. Yes, he did. Actually, at the very yeah. beginning, yes, he Pains did. Pains me that I remember this. I guess yeah. I only watched it a week ago. But still, <laughs> Mortimer Plumtree. Mm-hmm. What happened to that guy? What's he know. doing now? Abyss? You know, well, he ended up. I know where in Abyss there. is now, working oh, for yeah. WWE. You know, maybe a biscuit. Whatever happened to there, Joe Park, though? Joe Park might be able to show guy. up there. Get the, it's still got the uh, Park, Park, and Park towel over here. Very influential figure there in the later days of Impact. And I swear, that was, they killed that man. I don't know how that guy is moving around right now, but I hope it is swiftly and without pain backstage at those WWE shows because... I don't think there was anybody there, maybe with the exception of AJ Styles, with the amount of risks that he took, but nobody took a bigger beating on a regular basis trying to get things over and trying to do things and and do everything that was asked of him than Abyss, than Chris Park. 
I mean, it, amazing, amazing amount of work he put in and amazing amount of punishment he took. Uh, unfortunately, that didn't pay off uh, in the way that it probably should have if it was better run. Robert here in the YouTube chat says TNA glory years, 2005 to 2010. I, I'd say more 2005 to 2008. Yeah. I don't know about that. 2010 had that barbed wire Christmas tree match, which almost ended my life. Yeah, but man, look how much bad stuff happened during those years as well, too. Brother, you uh, know how bad that 10-10-10 pay-per-view was? Yes. That was one of the worst pay-per-views of all yeah. time. I made Vinny watch that on his birthday. He walked out. Not he just walked out. Not just, you know, some people talk about their golden birthday. How about your birthday on 10-10-10, and I made you watch TNA? Ridiculous. You're really a, really a bad friend. I'm not a bad are. friend. I'm a yes, great employer. blamed him. He's still being paid. These, you know how many times he's walked out, I still pay him? Bringing these reviews back. Actually, I can imagine because, you know. I still pay you. We got Raw on Monday night. 1.47 million viewers and a .44 in 18-49. to 49. They had the Denver Broncos versus the Buffalo Bills. I always laugh when I see these demos. You know, everyone's, you know, a .44 is is awesome okay last week i think that uh aw did a point two seven and nxt did a point two six or something like that well the denver broncos and buffalo bills did a uh four point four nine rotted in oh point four four this game did a four point four nine take out the four not just a point four nine beating them four point four nine American football rules the airwaves. Let's take out okay. the points for all you morons. <laughs> Raw did a 44, which is excellent. Last week, AEW did a 27, and NXT did a 26. Well, this show did 449. It's a lot. Jiminy Christmas. Then the, uh, you know, some other stuff as well. But, I mean, mm -hmm. who cares? They got killed. Minutia, it doesn't matter. It's back to daylight savings. So we got uh, 1.59 million viewers at 8, 1.45 million at 9, and 1.36 million at 10. Oof. That's the way things go. Yeah. They do, but. Although, you know what? That Cody and, and uh, Jey Uso versus Damian Priest and Finn Balor, uh, 1.39 million viewers, which was the highest uh, last uh, quarter hour in a long time. Weeks, actually. It's a long time, not really. Since before football started, probably. On the Impulsive Podcast, Logan Paul addressed the viral spot from the Crown Jewel match against Rey Mysterio. Fans credited Paul for saving Mysterio's life. What do you mean, fans? How about me? There was a spot where Mysterio almost came up short on a springboard <laughs> moonsault attempt. You mean the K Brada? Uh. Oh, man, it's just like when the WWE.com had up a picture and it was Jeff Hardy poses with a fan and he's got his arm around Hiroshi Tanahashi. I guess that's how you feel right now. You got tanahashi out there. Though the move almost went wrong, Paul was still able to catch Mysterio and stop him from landing on his head. Didn't just stop him, dude. He flew in and he slid in on his knees to catch this guy. Scooped him. Yeah. If he would have stayed on his feet, he wouldn't have got him. He had to slide down to his knees like he was doing the limbo to get underneath him and save well, his may, life. He may have caught him with his arms, but he also would have blown his back out in the process considering way, way, the way Ray was. Logan Paul said, look, I'm going to come clean. 
because I've seen all these positive headlines. Logan saves Rey Mysterio. The Mexican community is going crazy. They're praising me, saying I'm some <laughs> oh, sort of on, hero. <laughs> Actually, that's probably true. He says, I'm like, dang, I'm being recognized for doing something cool. I'll take it. But then I looked at the clip, and upon addressing my performance, well, I think I did save Rey Mysterio. I think I almost killed Rey Mysterio. I think I was too far back for the move. I think he didn't clear enough ground for the move. That's what happened. I was too far back. He didn't clear enough ground. We both, I think, made a mistake. I had to catch him. I had to catch him. I wasn't going to not catch him. So, like, truthfully, while I like the headlines and I like being gassed up like this, I was just doing my job. But I'll take it. I'll take the praise. So, he admits he was too far back. But Ray also didn't get much spring. Hey, takes two to tango. Isn't that what they say? That is what that, they say, Mike. I know is. you don't know anything about old sayings. No, not, not But that's what they say. No, of course, not at all, especially being on the borderline of the South, all those phrases I wouldn't know anything about. But Not you, um, Matt Logan. Logan Paul. <laughs> These people is, always think I'm talking about them. Logan Paul, the best celebrity, quote-unquote, wrestler of all time? Oh, yeah. I mean, hands down? Uh, be, I right? mean... Name someone. Name someone is good in seven matches. Uh, uh, Bad Bunny, I guess, in two. If you want to try to prorate no. that, I guess. No. But I, I, Logan Paul is amazing. I mean, what again? And he's a great athlete. Obviously, he wrestled in school. I believe he did at least. And he's obviously, you know, trains and fights and does all that stuff that he does. I mean, just an incredible athlete with a great acumen for again just picking up the sport in some of the small things. You know, as great of an athlete as a Lawrence Taylor or lots of other people are, they just they don't actually get the room. They don't get some of the psychology. And for him, it just some of it just seems to be naturally built into him. We got the Globe Theater, the home of PWG for the last several years in L.A., closing its doors. Prestige Wrestling posted on X Tuesday. They would have to move their December 14th joint event with Tokyo Joshi Pro due to the arena closing, quote, immediately. We were notified today the Globe Theater in L.A. will be closing for good immediately. We will be announcing a venue change ASAP for our joint show. All tickets will be honored. The show will still take place as planned. The venue, which opened in 1913, became best known in pro wrestling for holding PWG events starting in 2018. Other promotions have ran shows in the building with WrestleCon, Prestige, Impact, New Japan, all running shows at the Globe Theater this year. PWG's last event in the venue was held in August. Super Dragon, the owner, recently announced promotion would not be running shows for the rest of 2023 as his girlfriend is battling an aggressive form of cancer. So all the best to Super Dragon and his girlfriend, friends and family. Hopefully everything turns around. But no more Globe Theater. 1913. 100 years yeah. the Globe Theater existed. And now it is just immediately closing down and i'm i was never being from the east coast you know it doesn't have that you know i don't have that draw to it like i would to a hammerstein or to a, a 2300 arena but it's the same sort of thing if you're a wrestling fan you know one of the great venues is closing down one that helped to build the era we're in now whether you like it or not those shows that those guys were working on what they were doing there Started the, you know, revolution, if you want to call it that, that ultimately ended up leading to AEW and a very unique product, obviously. Hopefully they can find a new venue. I got to be honest, even though I think it's cool to look at, 
the Ukrainian Cultural Center in Los Angeles is not should not be the final spot for everybody in L.A. There's got to be a better space where it's better for people backstage, and it's also better for wiring and all that sort of stuff. Again, on first glance, the place is fine. But honestly, they need a, a venue better, you know, better fit for wrestling. Certainly, more like the Globe was. Person says, "I hate Logan Paul with a passion. Bad Bunny is miles better. I'm not talking about as a human. As I'm a talking human, about as a yeah. worker. And Bad a Bunny human, is not as good a worker as Logan no. Paul. Human, I guess Bunny does win that hands down. But still, person says, wasn't there a football player named D'Angelo Williams? It was pretty good. Yeah, TNA. But he Charlotte. was not that good. But no, he, he was not good. that good. But that was a great start." All right, back in a moment, the world-famous NXT report, Observer Live. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-433-0539. 800-433-0539. 800-433-0539. That's 800-433-0539. Paid for by Fix My Student Loans. Hey, you. The one on the couch who just told your friend you can't go out because you're busy? Ready to get real about your psoriasis? When your current treatments don't do enough to help control the inflammation beneath the skin, causing plaques and pain? 
stressing and scratching. It's time to stop hiding and get real with your dermatologist so they can help you get clear. Get real clear about psoriasis at letsgetrealclear.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Hey, the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Well, you'll hear the friendly NXT report now. Mm-hmm. Lance is going to be up in an hour and a <laughs> 15 minutes or so. Does Lance really, and obviously he would not have booked it and he could not, you know, have stopped it, but like... Can Lance really stand on anything when Tommy Dreamer was getting stabbed with a fork a couple weeks ago on Impact? Can he really bag on NXT that hard? Maybe I need to watch some Impact so I can fight back when he buries everybody's favorite (laughs) show today. So it did start out very wacky. So Chase U arrives at the building. They are being mobbed by reporters who are trying to get the story about the Chase U scandal. Because Andre Chase got that envelope last week. And Andre said he was fully cooperating with the operation. It was business as usual. They're going to prepare for their title shot and win. Well, I hope it's more Michigan than Michigan State. That's what I can tell you about that one. So they do Chase U versus Tony D and Stacks for the titles. And Andre Chase's hair is all disheveled, his shirt's untucked. And the students in the Chase U area, throughout the match, they're just walking out. And the fans are chanting, walk out. And the students are walking out. And Chase keeps getting distracted. And he finally goes for the Chase U stomp, which everybody chants along with him. But they don't want to chant today. And so he's distracted. And Stax and Tony hit their finish, and they win the titles back. So the university is imploding, and they've already lost their titles. Not looking good for Chase U. No. I'll bet you anything Duke is behind this. Mm. Him and Kiana are going to buy the land. Not JC? Maybe her, too. So then we have Lita choosing the matches for tonight. Roxanne and Lash Legend and Trick Williams versus Joe Coffey. Baron Corbin meets with Dom backstage, and they talk about this or that. Noam Dar's in the ring for Supernova Sessions. This is when I knew I was sunk. Noam has the cup chained up in a glass case. He calls out Alpha Academy. Poor Maxine is in this incredibly short skirt, and she must have adjusted this thing 300 times during this segment. (laughs) I recommend shorts next time. Make her life easier. So they go back and forth, and they're all dingbats. And I'm just, oh, God, never going to hear the end of this. And finally, Chad Gable says, I got your next challenger right here. And so Noam laughs. He says, tell me about this guy, this Otis. And so they start listing all these accolades, including these a former Olympian. I was like, he had a former Olympian. Turns out, Chad was talking about himself. Now Noam is freaking out, but he can't go back on it. So it's Gable and Noam Dar for the cup next week. This was quite heavy, I wrote, on the wackiness scale. We know how much Lance loves wackiness. Otis was a shaken during it. He was. Roxanne versus Lash Legend. Now, I'll give you the good news and the bad news. Okay, the good news was... This was miles better than I expected. I had no hope for this match whatsoever. None. And luckily, Roxanne is great. Yeah. And this was the best Lash match maybe I ever saw. 
which is saying something. But they did this absolutely. Dom, put your finger on the button. I promise I'll try really hard not to swear. This is the stupidest flippin' finish. The referee ejects metaphor. Get out of here. Go to the back. Miss Jackson then returns right in front of the referee. She was the reason they got kicked out in the first the place. The referee does nothing about it except yell at her. Mm-hmm. Kiana then holds Roxanne. Lash hits a kick. Lash makes a cover. The referee turns away from the ejected Miss Jackson return and counts the pin. I was so mad. I saw this stupid finish on Monday. It infuriated me on Monday, and it infuriated me here. Stop this! It sucks! And we had a long segment with all the male tag teams that erupted into a brawl. Then, God help me, Zia Lee and Lyra in a tea ceremony. <laughs> guys ever Don't watch worry, like uh, Bloodsport? It was really short, everybody. Like 19, 1988 Bloodsport? Mm. Old martial arts movies like that? Mm. I mean, even, even Jean-Claude Van Damme would have been embarrassed by this segment. And it just was like... Even Steven Seagal's great acting couldn't have saved it. Steven Seagal would have been like, what is this? Cynthia Rothrock should have came in and started kicking everybody's butt for this. Mello and Trick did a promo backstage. So No, you no, you buried it too. It was long. It went on it went for way a too long, long time it went with a lot of long. dialogue. I got to save material for later. Plus, right. sometimes I just need to say a bad word, which mm-hmm. I cannot say on this show. I understand. Mello and Trick are doing a promo backstage. So here's the latest. They're together again. And Mello explains, I told everyone I did not attack truth or trick. And a lie detector has determined I was telling the truth. He has taken a lie detector test. And it is determined that he is telling the truth about not attacking trick. And Trick is kind of like, what? You took a lie detector test. He doesn't even know about this. And he vows to be in Trick's corner tonight for his match with Joe Coffey. Had more backstage brouhaha, including Dijak challenging Braun. Then we had Joe Coffey and Trick Williams. Joe Coffey got the heat for three hours on Trick. And, of course, you know, they're trying to get this guy experience and everything. They got big plans for him. So uh, the finish was actually clever. So Wolfie jumps up on the apron. Wolf gang. Trick goes to punch him off the apron. But as he goes to punch, Mello pulls him off the apron. So he misses his punch and he flies over the top. He almost kills himself. So then Coffee goes for a dive. Mello sees him coming. He bails on his friend. His friend gets wiped out. And then Coffey throws him back into the ring. It seemed for sure that Trick was going to lose, but Trick actually hit the jumping knee and got the pin. So he is going the Iron Survivor Challenge. And uh, they're still together as of right now. Wes Lee runs into Dragunov backstage, and uh, they talk back and forth. And Elia finally says, Are you one of the guys interested in coming for my title? And Wes says, No, I've got other things on my mind. So then we have Corbin and Lexus King in the locker room. And Corbin says, 
you know, take it out trick. Great way to make a name for yourself. And Lexus says, I always knew I'd be a big name. I'm glad the rest of the world is starting to see it. Corbin says, how'd you get away with attacking Trick and not getting caught? And Trick says, well, you know, all I'm going to say is mission accomplished. Lexus said. Lexus says. Yes, Lexus says. I'm sorry. And uh, the point of this is that uh, Lexus King has never once actually said that he attacked Trick. So what appears to be happening here is he's just taking credit for it. Because everybody is is praising him for what he did taking out Trick. So he's taking credit, but did not actually take out Trick. All this trolling. Man, he went from Brian Pillman Jr. to Lexus King, which may turn him into Brian Pillman at some point. It's amazing. Out the Mud versus the Brawling Brutes. So this was the first time, I believe, that Out the Mud had to actually work a match with a veteran team. Normally they were just killing dudes, squash matches going 8 million miles an hour. And so, like, the Brutes, especially Pete Dunne, I mean, they're great. And they did a, a good job with these guys. Match was fine, you know. They're they're super green, but they got carried. And uh, they did get beaten. Bronco got hit with the combo DDT and pinned. So, uh, you know, they need a good solid year of this. And then hopefully they'll be ready to go. GG pinned Ariana Grace. This was another one. I had no expectations for this match whatsoever. I shouldn't say that. I had low expectations. And uh, and it was actually all right. Ariana yeah. was fine. She actually throws some pretty decent punches. And uh, she's Santino's uh, daughter. Yes. And he runs like a uh, a martial arts... Uh, Academy, yeah. Yeah, so I think that... Um, Said you know, he was better than you at the Jets. Oh, come on. Let's not be nutty. But I think she's done some training, and so her, her strikes were all right. And uh, she got pinned, and that was that. We had a Von Wagner, Mr. Stone video package, which told the whole story from day one. It was the Literally. peak of melodrama. Yes. But it was a well-done package. And then uh, Stone says, how about you coming to my house, dinner with my family? And Von says, listen, if your wife is going to make that pasta with the sausages... I'll be there. <laughs> so I don't know where this is going, but it was something's happening here. Is he going to get attacked at the guy's home? Well, he remember though too. Don't forget about the fact he kind of like he held his head. Stone his head. He's still okay? having head issues. Yes. And you noticed? I don't know. Did they make it more pronounced, or have I not noticed before? The he's got a gimmick he's scar got. now. Yeah, he's got a gimmick that, scar. That apparently so. is they 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 put it on there from when the steps got dropped on his head. So now for the rest of his career, he's going to need makeup to put a gimmick scar on him. Well, callous, you know. Eddie Thorpe did a promo. Drew Gulak and his crew showed up. And Charlie goes, I'm going to stretch you out there. Eddie said, bro, I've been, for the last several years, I've been working with the best guys in the world. They've been trying to stretch me, and I've never been broken. Charlie says, well, you've never faced anyone like us. I was like, I'll bet he has, brother. Shibata will disagree to both of them. Chase is refusing to answer questions. JC's got the getaway car. Now the main event is Wes Lee and Baron Corbin. Good match. Finally. We had a good match in the main event. And, you know, Wes is running wild, and and then finally he gets cut off. The finish was awesome. He goes for a tope. Baron catches him in midair and hits him with the deep six on the floor. And then he starts to make his big comeback there at the end. 
Dom runs down. Shoves Corbin out of the way. Gets taken out by a dive. West goes after him, but then runs back to the ring. Eats the end of days for the pin. So Corbin wins. And then Delia Dragunov runs down to make the save. And he grabs his Corbin. He Germans this dude. He goes for the uh, torpedo. But again, Corbin grabs him in midair. Hits the end of days. Lays him out. And Ilya Dragunov is so angry, he says, you're going to get what you wanted. Title match! You and me at deadline! So, Corbin and Dragunov, I would expect, is going to be a great match. Because, I mean, whatever you want to say about Baron Corbin, he can have great matches. Right place, right time, right guy. And, and Dragunov never has bad matches. And he's got great matches out of guys like Trick. So I think that match is going to be awesome. And uh, thankfully, I thought it was a very, very good main event segment. But the rest of NXT, send in your suggestions for Lance for next week, everybody. (laughs) Again, it's that Save by the Bell 90210 thing that they do where they do weave in a whole lot of goofiness. And sometimes when the stuff around that goofiness is so good, again, you can kind of... You can kind of, you know, smooth it over a little bit more. But when things aren't great and then some of the goofiness that you're doing isn't great, like the tea ceremony and stuff like that that went on too long, then it just drags the whole thing down. And it made it for a much longer two hours than it usually is watching that show. Yeah, I can't say with all honesty that it was my favorite show this week. Mm. So there you go. Yes. No, nothing. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. We'll be back to Pacific 5 Eastern today. Figure 4 daily with Lance Storm, only for subscribers. WrestlingObserver.com, video.f4wonline.com. Also known as the execution of Brian Alvarez. Lots to talk about, including. The NXT show we just talked about here. And then tonight, Wrestling Observer Radio with Dave. Also at video.f4wonline.com and wrestlingobserver.com. And this Friday, the new Observer is the Hall of Fame issue. Yeah. Thank God Garrett's got that show Friday night. Well, you're going to have it on Saturday. Don't worry. There'll still be a lot to talk about. We will talk about it this weekend and probably on this show next week as well. Is it a Saturday show right after AEW? Early Sunday morning, maybe? Actually, this weekend, uh, I think, yeah, it'd be after AEW. Mm. So, yes, we'll do a post-show after AEW. And I think if you're on uh, Twitch, uh, we'll do a post-show. The Brian and Vinny post-show on Sunday will be uh, free for the Twitch subscribers. And uh, you can sign up for Twitch using your Amazon Prime account. And uh, it's free. Just uh, go to sign up, and it'll say, use your Amazon Prime account. You say yes. Put in your info, and you get a free subscription. So if you want to listen to the Brian and Vinny Show, watch it live on Sunday night at 9 Pacific, midnight Eastern, as we cover full gear. 
you can do that. Twitch.tv slash F4W video. And also, Josh Alexander Will Ospreay is Thursday on Impact. Mm. I heard that match is outstanding. How could it not be? Nothing's going to always go wrong. Well, that's true. But they don't. It's outstanding. And post-production, of course. Even if something did go wrong, you'll never know about it. Going to wrap it up, everybody. I want to thank you all for listening. For those of you who are subscribers, we'll see you in an hour. Rest of you see tomorrow, Wrestling Observer Live. You have been listening to the Wrestling Observer Daily Podcast on the 8Side Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.